0: listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. The Well Store is a multi-award winning small business based in Roselle, Sydney's inner west. Founder Mariana Boulos wanted to fulfill the need to source the purest, most natural and organic products for her family and home that didn't compromise their health. All the products stocked at the Well Store are natural, organic and non-toxic. The ingredients are checked personally by Mariana, who then gives the green light of approval where it fits. There are over 3,000 products in store across 200 brands. The crazy, unpredicted year of 2020 very sadly negatively affected so many businesses. However, this meant unexpectedly for the Well Store that it was flung into a feeding frenzy of growth. Consumers are now doing the majority of their shopping online and are wanting their orders quickly. In this episode, we talk about launching the business, brand, growth, marketing, and more. Hi, Mariana. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. How are you, Alison?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be speaking to you and hearing all about The Well Store. How many years ago did you start your business?
1: Oh, nearly five years ago now, so yeah. 2016, so very exciting times.
0: Yeah. Gosh, doesn't it make a difference once you, after those first few years?
1: 100%. The, the so first hard. few years are the toughest years, aren't they?
0: <laughs> aren't they? They really yeah. are. So yeah. I'd love you to introduce yourself to the listeners before we kick into, you know, talking about the business.
1: Excellent. Okay. Um, so my name is Mariana. As you know, I'm a mum with three boys who keep me on my toes so i have isaac who's nearly 15 who acts like he's about 21 and then i have lucas who's 11 and he's the same same attitude and then i've got my little six year old who i squeeze to bits because he's growing too fast they keep me busy um we're based in sydney i live in Balmain. um oh, i used to be a teacher in my past life i actually was an assistant principal and um after my third baby things changed
0: you know, it so the children. direction. Yeah. So were you yeah. were you at home full-time with the kids for a while or what was kind of the, the journey that you
1: went so, through? Yeah, so it was a bit of everything. I yeah. could, the first, With my first one, I was home for about eight months Then you know, things happened and we needed some money. We spent too much on the baby went back to work early part-time. Yeah. Then I, I pretty much went back into full-time mode probably about six months after that and then when I had my second bubba, I was at home for a year, then back to work uh, three days a week, then back to work full time again after a few more months. And then I had little Patty. And after Pat, I took a year off and, you know, made a decision to sort of, you know, make a change into
0: what I really loved. Yeah. Wow. Exciting. All right, then. So then you launched the World Store. Tell us about that. Okay.
1: Okay. So the World Store was, uh, created in 2016 and I'm um, you know the journey we had leading up to that was quite a sad journey but also quite inspirational a bit of a legacy because both of my parents got sick um, at different times with terminal illnesses and then that sort of made me not made me I, I, I wanted to help them so they had cancer so my mother was diagnosed with bowel cancer she was only uh, 50 when she was diagnosed so quite young and then there was a journey of, I guess, trying to make her well and, you know, changing her lifestyle, changing her diet. And then unfortunately, five years later, it had spread to really, really sad time. And I guess it changed me as a person, mm-hmm. you know, like you you experience things. I mean, nobody ever wants to have to look after their parents and see them go through that. So mm-hmm. it was a huge change within me. And obviously, a learning curve for all sorts of things that, you know, she ate and what she put on her body. Um and, you know, we tried to help her as much as we could and sadly she passed away. Mm. And then three years later my poor father got um, got cancer and he, you know, he was he was a trooper. Uh, he made me, he, I, he let me do all sorts of things and trial new things on him and drinks and concoctions and changing all of his products and everything he put on his body. And by this time I had changed everything in my, my life as well for my family. Um, so that journey led me to changing everything and then friends and family would ask oh what's this what are you using why do you choose that over this and I'd shared what I'd learned in the research that I'd found over you know the years and then one day I said to my husband I really think I want to open an online store and he's a bit of a tech guru and he looked at me and said yeah let's build this website everyone will love it and I said do you think he said yes and that was the beginning he sat with me we built the website together and it was born
0: wow amazing so when you launched the website how many products do you think that you had on it to begin with i
1: had i had a grand total of 18 products
0: <laughs> right and how many do you have now
1: we have nearly three and a half thousand right now
0: wow. how yes. often are you adding new products to the store
1: uh weekly weekly yeah. we're adding yeah, yeah. And sometimes more products than others depending and i guess it's also what customers want as well
0: do you find that there's there's people asking for things and then that that kind of helps you work out what to source next?
1: Definitely. So there's a combination of factors It's from the research, what I read and what I find and what's trending, but there's also a need obviously for customers coming in and I'm quite lucky because we have a, a retail front. a lot of people come in and face to face they seem to, have stories to tell you and their journeys and then it leads you into thinking okay we can find a product for that or if they need something in particular that's not a low tox option that's filled with with, you know some harsh chemicals I'll go hunting for something that's an alternative Mm -hmm.
0: so the retail um shop front that's in Roselle Mm -hmm. Do do you also have a warehouse for all your stock or everything's happening out of Roselle
1: so everything's happening out of Roselle, so it's quite a large space. So we divided the shop the the space into a retail front, and then we've got the back area and downstairs into the warehouse and where the girls do all the shipping and packing.
0: Right. So what's your yeah. role in the business these days? Oh, I'm um,
1: I'm I do everything. Really- Look, some days I have to say I don't pack as much as I, I, I did before, but I've got so much. So I'm always there. If I'm not there, I'm doing something like this, a fantastic podcast or yeah. content. So when I'm there, I love speaking to customers because it's it's my joy sharing all the information. Okay. And it's also a great way to touch base with you know, what's going on in the world and what customers are actually wanting. So I do customer service but I'm also doing a lot of content, um, social media, um, uploading stock but also research, a lot of research.
0: Yeah. So you're managing the social media, are you? I do. I haven't let go of that yet. I just can't do that. Well, it's probably part of your research as well. So, you know, because so many of the brands are on social media and that's where you do find the small indie brands that are coming through.
1: Yeah, it's true. Very true. In fact, I found one this morning, and we've been yeah. chatting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's exciting. Super exciting.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh. When you when you first, first launched the business, did you have any idea that it would get to the level that it has done? Not I mean, at it would all. Have been a dream, I mean, but yeah, yeah.
1: Not at all. I I literally, my whole thing was okay. I've got three children didn't have a lot of family around and I thought okay, I can be around the kids but I can also work and feel like I'm I'm contributing because I've always worked Mm. and I've always felt the need to contribute financially and that's just something that's within me and I thought I could do this I love what I'm doing I can also be mum but I can also work from home but I'd never in my wildest dreams thought it would leave you know the humble abode and go into a store and now we've moved to another store so yeah it's it's I did not I did not think it would get to this and I've got friends who've actually said to me, if you, if you listened to yourself three years ago or four years ago, there is no way you would have even contemplated what you've done now. Mm. Did you find Big changes
0: for COVID, COVID for you, I imagine, would have actually helped grow your business and awareness? Was that the case?
1: Oh, yeah. It yeah. was huge. It was literally, I remember it was March and overnight it was nuts which was a good thing for us but obviously covid was not a great thing but it was on a positive for us it, it did help with brand awareness people started to realize oh okay we can go to the well store we can get i mean top top hot 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 sellers with sanitizers yeah. but also cleaning products because people were so nervous about keeping everything clean and sterile
0: so you re- you were lucky you had all the infrastructure there and yes you know, and and the yeah. and the stock Did you you have a supply-demand issue during that time? We did, um, and we quickly
1: were were very lucky. We found alternatives straight away. We got on board, and we got in very quickly. We preempted, obviously, what was going to happen, and we grabbed as much as we could that we could obviously get hold of, and then what was happening was um, companies were having issues getting ingredients, of Mm. course sourcing the ingredients so between them reformulating products and then not having enough and supply demand we had to sort of source it from other areas and it was a good thing because we picked up a whole new range of brands as well
0: so beyond covid what would be some other contributing factors to the growth that you've experienced
1: Yeah, so um i would have to say consistency the consistency with the, we continued to be very very vocal and very um we we're on social media a lot mm. so we built our brand awareness I guess and with COVID it was not easier but I guess it was more out there and people were at home they were always on their um, computers or on their phones so we built a really I guess a consistent following from content that was relevant for the time it was uh, every day, which we still do, we post content every single day. And then we also ramped up our products. We had so many new products for customers. But on the back end of that, education, mm. the content was relevant, it was educating. And that was a big thing with us. We always wanted to educate. We just don't want to sell a product to the customers. Yeah. And especially at that time, we were all, everyone, including myself, we were all in a situation where we just did not know what, what tomorrow was going to hold. So, It was almost also a wellness component that we were there as well Yeah, because we're not just a store that sells. We have so much love and joy with sharing um, content that's relevant all the time, even my face, putting my face on more, which I was never ever keen on doing, um, doing that because people wanted to engage and also feel like there was a a face to the brand. It wasn't just Mm -hmm. a store that was pumping out products. So that was a huge thing, but we also did – put a little bit more money into our um, our Google advertising, our search word advertising um, and some SEO support as well. So all of that sort of was an abundance in last year,
0: yeah. When you first launched at the beginning, you know, when the website goes live, there's crickets, there's no real community apart from the people that know about you. How did, how did you go about building your community and, and getting sales in those early years?
1: Okay, so... Um, That was probably the hardest part Mm -hmm. because there were days where we wouldn't even get a sale. Mm -hmm. There were days where I would think, oh, my God, am I wasting all my time? But I persevered and I go back to being consistent and how I did it. I used to write a heap of content. So when Bub would go down for a sleep, I would sit there and plan all my content and I would spit out so much content. Some of that was supported, obviously, with um, sponsored ads because you wanted people to actually be exposed to Who's this person? What are they writing about? And hopefully that way people would remember us and they would follow us. So the content is what built us and the content being consistent is probably what got us through. And Facebook was, at the time, it's not now, Facebook was our our selling point. You know, people communicated through Facebook and all of our content was on there. Yeah. And that was pretty much what, I guess, built our community from from scratch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very good, because then people can also find you. You know, you're creating an online footprint for down the track. Completely. Yeah, it takes a while yeah. to kick in, and this is what does. people lose interest because there's no instant rewards with that approach. But it's so important to get that foundation in.
1: Oh yes, mm. oh, yes. And like I said before, there were days where I would question what I was doing. You know, I thought people are just not coming, but they don't come overnight, as you said. No. It
0: takes. It takes a while. It takes mm. a while. Absolutely. Gosh, so what do you love most about running your business? it's probably the
1: best part for me. Like today, if I want to go and pick them up from school, I can if there's something on. I mean, we've just been um, allowed back into the school grounds now, so there will be assemblies and there will be things. But prior to that, if they had a swimming carnival on or if they needed me or if they were sick, I was able to get there. I still wanted to be the mum. I still wanted to be around, yeah. but I also wanted to be a mum boss. I wanted to run my own business and be as successful as I could be. And I guess, set a role for them as as well that, you know, mum's not just home to cook and clean, but also mum works really hard and she can be a successful um, mum, businesswoman, I should say. And that's probably the best part is being around with my kids and loving every aspect of the job. Mm. You know, I, I get to trial products. I get to go and speak to founders of these amazing businesses who started with nothing like a Um, With the eco products, they make these things at home and trial them and then they go and manufacture them. You get to give them feedback and build this rapport with these amazing people from a huge community that's growing like wildfire.
0: Mm.
1: Like I love it. absolutely love it.
0: Yeah. Doesn't it make a difference being 100% passionate about what you do? Because you you, you generally don't have that feeling when you're working in corporate or for someone else. Yes. Totally. Small business is just amazing yeah oh,
1: thank you thank you I love it I really love it I wake up in the morning some days and say oh can I do this and once I'm doing it and I'm sitting down I'm absolutely yeah. loving it and you get this this rate, right, like bit of excitement and even at, at night when I'm supposed to be winding down on the couch I'll get this idea in my head and I think okay yep we'll try that we'll do this yeah. so you're actually able to steer steer the direction in what it heads mm-hmm. in you don't have to answer to anyone else but yeah. not saying but that it I love I love my team giving me feedback as well because sometimes they'll go, Mariana, maybe you should try it this way. (laughs) So I love that too.
0: Yeah. Gosh, where do you think you see the business, you know, in a year or a year and a half's time? Look,
1: never say never, but, you know, maybe we'll have a few more retail fronts. Maybe we'll move into a bigger premises, you know, have a warehouse space. And the store that we have at Rose will be just pretty much the well store with all these other things. I've got all these grand ideas, growing our refill space because we've got a a refill area where people bring in their products to refill. So it's really economical and it's very eco-friendly. Doing a lot more of those things, having more workshops. I mean, education is in my blood as well. So Mm -hmm. I want to do more in the workshop space. And, and, and just educate people about
0: what they what they can do by themselves. How many hours would you say you work a day? I know it's a really hard answer, you know, to give because it's a flexible lifestyle. But on it average, it is.
1: It's yeah, mm, that's a tough one. What time um, you you start
0: working in the mornings?
1: Well, I get up at 5 30 or 5 45 and yeah. I'll exercise, whether it's walking or, or doing some group training. But as soon as I get back, I'm on my phone, checking things on my computer, uploading things um, in terms of content based things. So look, it's scattered because then the yeah. kids wake up. I would like to say it's an eight hour day, but sometimes, depending on what's going on, mm. um, it might be longer. And other days, I might take a day off and go, you know what? I'm not, I'm actually not doing anything today. Yeah. Which is so hard because you, your phone, everything's on your phone these days. Yeah. You know, you can flick with one flick of the finger, you can do everything.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I oh, look, I think that that's part of the joy of running the small business or like your own business is because you can dip it in and out of it. And if something comes up, you can, in it, it, not all the time, but you can kind of go, yeah, actually, I can do that if I kind of juggle and move my workload around. So it yep. is nice not being in such a rigid environment.
1: I agree. I yeah. agree. And that's probably the, the blessings of it. Mm. When some days it's chaotic and other days I'll decide that, you know what, I'm going to work from home today or I'm going out for lunch with my hubby if he's around or with the girls or just do nothing. Yeah,
0: I don't do that enough, but yes.
1: No, I know. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. What are
0: what are some top picks from your store that you really love or would love to tell us about?
1: There's so many, but I think if I go on what's trending at the moment and which which is really, really popular, um, because I, I agonised over this because there's so many. Um, but at the moment, um, and it's been for a while, it's one of our a, a plant-based thistle, So It's all biodegradable. So you would use that for your cleaning and your scrubbing and then you'd swap heads. You'd buy another little head and pop that on. But do you realise how popular they are? Because there's no waste. And people are really trying really hard to have a waste-free sort of either kitchen or part of their life taking plastic out of it. So these things are huge, sponges made out of coconut husks. Yeah. That's, I guess, you know, um, in terms of the tiny things, and they don't cost a lot. They're super, super popular. My mm. goodness! So that's one thing in the kitchen. But if I was to talk about a product, I love multitasking products because I have no time <laughs> to have three thousand products for each thing. So the Dr. Bronner's Castile soaps are one of the highest they,
0: they, they are, they are the best. Once you know what to do with it, there's so exactly. many uses. You have to use it to get it. It's the I can't exactly. the product.
1: And you know, it's funny because people to this day will come into the shop and stand there and it's like a rainbow of colors. It's really mm. pretty. And they'll say, What do you use this for? I go, Well, where can I start? There's 18 ways. <laughs> but that's amazing that product. A, um, Dr. Bronner's itself are quite sustainable as a business. So you know that all the product, the um, ingredients, and the farmers that they source their product from, they're supporting them. So through and through, it's a great brand. It's got nothing nasty in it, and you can use it to wash your dishes, wash your body, wash the dog, wash the car, you know, uh, wash, wash clothes. Right? Yeah, everything. Right. See, everything.
0: Yeah. I okay. just used it yesterday. You know what I for is for getting stains out. It gets every single stain in the world out. I've got these beautiful white curtains, and mm. somehow one day I spilled an entire cup of coffee over the oh, curtain. No. So it kind of locked my arm, and I was—I didn't even stress. I was like, "Oh, well, I'll just go and get the Doctor Bronners." The whole thing came out, just every single time it fixes. Did you soak it? Did you soak no. it in there? No. What did you do? Did you no. not wash it I literally, on? Literally, I just literally put some of the Doctor Bronners on, you know, like on a um, sponge or on a cloth, okay. and just kind of wiped it down that mm. way, and then it came okay. straight out.
1: There you go. That's number 19. There you go for uses. So
0: good. It really <laughs> I is used it.
1: I used it on my plant yesterday. So I've got these. I'm, tr- I'm sort of being a plant lady now. I'm loving my plants. And this one little plant I've got has got all these ants crawling over it, and I think it's got some aphids on it. So mm. I did some research. And if you use that with some water and essential oils, it actually is a, um, a natural pesticide spray. And it worked. See, miracle, there you go. It is. It's an amazing product, like hands down. It's amazing. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And then another one that is really popular is a children's makeup brand called No Nasties. And the, um, the company is based in Queensland. And we've been stocking them now for since day one. And they sell like mad because all the product is, is natural. There's nothing nasty. So there's no heavy metals in the face, um, the blushes or the eyeshadow, or the paint itself. And it sells so well because there's nothing scary in them. Because little do we know that when you're given a, um, a children's face painting set, if you actually look into the ingredients in there, there are lots of heavy metals in there. And that's going onto a little one's face
0: horrendous yeah. in the past people didn't think about that
1: didn't no you? no yeah. no I mean I used to use it as a kid all the time <laughs> Yeah.
0: Amazing.
1: oh my god and if there's one more I have to say and I only because I've been taking this and I think it's amazing it's another another Aussie brand um called Optima Nutracosmetics. cosmetics and it's a collagen that is a marine-based collagen where they source yeah it's so good my nails grow like wildfire and my yeah. skin feels amazing
0: wow do you put it in your smoothie
1: yeah so i either put it in my smoothie if i'm super organized if not i'll get a chilled glass of water and throw it in there and it tastes like it's it's almost like um berries it tastes like berries it's not super sweet yeah
0: um
1: so i'll, I'll do that i love it. it's my pink drink
0: yeah. i know the one that you're talking about all right then so where can everyone find the well store
1: okay we are online at www.thewellstore.com.au or you can come and visit us and you can bring your fairy friends as well because we love it when people bring their puppies in and their cats and whatever else um in Roselle in sydney at 610 darling street Roselle.
0: amazing mariana thank you so much for joining us here today
1: thank you i really enjoyed that probably spoke too much <laughs> How
0: we like that